often do you try and read people's minds? How often do you think people are thinking something and later it turns out that you were completely wrong? Well, if you're human, you will certainly find that to be the case. Let's look at why we really shouldn't think we can read people's minds. Welcome to Make It Real. This is one of the five minutes, three steps episodes. I also do full length interviews, so make sure you subscribe and keep up. Here we go. It's a problem if we make an assumption and it turns out to be wrong. It could be really dire. We could uh, lose a relationship for a lifetime. So whether it's in business or day-to-day -day life, we've got to be careful about making assumptions. But if we're not going to have this magic ability to read minds, how do we find out what people are thinking? Here's the three steps. Number one, I've kind of said it. Stop making assumptions. It's so human. It's a survival instinct. We need to make quick judgments. Are they safe? Are they a danger? But we so often get it wrong because we base a lot of our assumptions on ourselves. There's this thing called the egocentric bias. And I'll drop a link below for some fabulous work done by Tessa West. So just because we would be thinking that or we would be behaving like that, it doesn't mean to say that that applies to them. We're all individuals. Bing! In fact, this really does relate to my TEDx talk, Beware the Self-Squashing Prophecy. I'll put a link to that here as well. So that's number one. Don't base your assumptions on yourself about other people. And number two is also very simple. Ask questions. So instead of trying to guess how people are thinking and feeling, actually ask them. Ding! Okay, sometimes it's more tricky. It feels a bit too personal. Judge the room, of course. But if possible, instead of guessing, ask. And make those questions nice and specific rather than too generalized. So instead of saying, how do you want the presentation day to sort of feel? Say, what's the key takeaway you want the audience to have you know get get specific so you don't go away thinking oh they want this they want that I'm sure what they meant was this or oh the way they looked at me when I said that I don't think I should do that whoa stop ask questions and number three and I really am going very quickly through these there's a whole low ball we could talk about but number three be aware of how you come across so it's often said, actually, that the training people who are diagnosed to be on the autism spectrum receive in terms of picking up clues about other people and what clues they need to give off to make themselves more understood would be great training for all of us. And it's so true. We need to stand in front of the mirror occasionally and look at what our face says when it's resting or when we're thinking, because People might think we're miserable or standoffish, but we are just concentrating. Faces can really do funny things. Uh, I know this from personal experience. I've, I was forever having people coming up to me at parties when I was younger saying, oh, cheer up, it might never happen. And really, I was just being thoughtful, just in a bit of a daydream. 
So be aware of how you come across your body language and all the rest of it. Nobody has the same tells, if you like. There isn't such a thing as a shared body language tell. We are all different. So remember that. So there we go. Three actions to take. And it's one of those things that you can practice and get better at and needs conscious effort. And that applies to all communication skills. We keep evolving. We keep learning. We keep observing. And remember my favorite word, curiosity. Yes! Enjoy experimenting. And don't forget to head over to trishalewis.com. Go to the Unsquasher Project tab and you'll find more resources to keep you confident and enjoying all things communication. These episodes are interspersed with longer interview episodes, so subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss one.